0: Oh, hello friends. My name is Skylar, and I'm here to tell you about my show, Fireside Dice. We are a live play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast that takes place in the multiverse of Magic the Gathering. You'll follow
1: along as our characters, Bartholomew. I will withhold my comments until someone who has authority can receive them. Balfour. I have a very important question for you now. Bacon or sausage? Surrey. We're in a public place, and you can't just go around shooting just goblins just because you have bad blood with them. And Levin.
0: Levin will sense the eyes on her, and she'll stare back down and go as long without blinking as she possibly can. Adventure through myriads of worlds. There will be adventure, hijinks, and plenty of opportunities to disrupt the Dungeon Master's plans. So come, join us by the fire. The story's about to begin. Hi listeners, my name is Noel, and I'm the Dungeon Master for Do We Level Up? Our show is a D&D 5e podcast. Episodes are available every Thursday, wherever you stream your podcasts. We gather each week to play d and in a homebrew world called Galandria. Join our intrepid group of adventurers, the Peacekeepers, as they battle evil across the continent. We have a diverse and international cast of nerds, so come join us as the players fumble their way through everything, and somehow, to my shock and awe, Keep coming out the other side relatively unscathed. Follow us on Twitter at Dewey Level Up one or on Instagram at DeweyLevelUpPodcast. Thanks, listeners. Hope to see you there.
2: Right. So, quick recap of last episode: you made your way into the Feywild. You walked through a forest, and Chai noticed that there was some unusual decay in the plant life. You made your way to the city of Laws, the uh, uh, the capital city of the Feywild, home to all of the courts that are housed in a an impressive sky high series of towers with a a central tower for you know all the various meetings of the courts so you interacted with some fae you won a a happy wager against some some random onlookers and you went into the hang on let me see what was that place called the cave of frozen memories it was just called the cave of memories <laughs> Frozen was implied, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) because it's in winter. And um, Chai looked back, and the cave allowed you to look back on some events from your past, to be a fly on the wall. And Chai, you looked back at an interaction you had with the Summer Queen when she was giving you this assignment. You wanted to know if there was some kind of maybe malice in it. And... Gutterbird looked back on a couple of formative memories of things that he had forgotten. And he saw, do you remember what you saw? I remember the aftermath of what I saw. I've been focusing more on that. <laughs> so you saw two things because Thaddeus opted out of, uh, of seeing anything. Uh, so you saw a memory of a very regal looking uh, Feywild, um, sorry, a very regal looking Eladrin a woman who promised you and a female companion that was with you, who maybe you guess is your wife, that you would be safe with her. And then a memory after that of you alone, heartbroken, and being told by your current patron that he will give you power as part of your pact in exchange for you surrendering your memories. And when that vision ended... Your patron was appearing behind you, asking you
1: what you thought you were doing. So that's where we'll start. All right. Well, I guess I, I guess I jump, and I have a, you know, a bit of a hard time telling what it's, what's what's uh, memory and what is reality. But I think once I get my bearings, I might say, I don't know. I don't even know if I would question what he's doing there. I know what he's doing there because I was kind of digging around in an area I'm not supposed to an area of my own <clears throat> kind of subconscious or I'm not supposed to be there so I wonder if I would just jump jump straight to you know like you did this to me and sort of, kind of you know, cop a bit of a tood with him and just be like you took everything
2: he tilts his head and he looks at you and says sometimes I forget how emotional humans can be Uh Oh, and maybe I should have known that by taking these memories from you that you would naturally go and question why you had this blank space in your mind to begin with. This was part of our pact that you would surrender certain memories to me in exchange for this power that I've given you. I don't want to tell you what happens if you violate the pact. But take it from someone who lives in hell. You don't want to come here.
1: Son of a bitch. That was good. Um, (laughs) I'm just thinking, uh, you know, maybe we didn't consider that these types of opportunities might exist... And maybe we should have some allowances for uh, you know unexpected glimpses um, obviously I say that a little bit of tongue in cheek but who could have expected that we would find ourselves in a hall of memories who would have expected a man with no memories would find himself in the hall of memories and uh, yeah I don't, I don't know I feel like I feel like we should let this one slide Well, I, can,
2: I know that you are troubled, deeply troubled by your past. And I know that you long for someone. And so maybe we can come to a small compromise. as that maybe I can give you something that you want, and you give me something that I want. I
1: hate the sound of that. But okay, hit me.
2: There is a stone somewhere here. Not in this city. It's in the dark place that you will have already heard about, where the Eladrin fear to go. I want it. Why? Can you, or can you,
1: will you tell me why?
2: We're not quite there yet. Let me, let me hear what it is that you would ask for in return. Let me tell you that this is very important to me and I would be willing to use a considerable portion of my power to reward you. Do you want
1: it bad enough for a certain degree to wh- how badly do you want it? In terms of my memories, what percentage of my memories will you restore for this stone?
2: He smiles his fanged smile and he says, "I can I can promise you so much more than your old memories. If that's what you, if that is what you truly want, then that is what you will get, and I will." if you achieve this for me, I would never darken your doorstep and I would never be watching over your shoulder. But if I may, why settle for mere reality when you could have whatever memories that you wanted? Not even memories, but with that stone, with the power of it, I I could make you believe that you were anywhere with anyone and I could take away this conversation so that you would think that it's real
1: I wouldn't want any false memories I want my memories and my life back
2: if that's what you choose then that is what I would provide to you Tell me, would we still have an, an agreement or would you be rid of me at that
1: point? That is the other that is very really sweetening the deal for me. And I question based on the nature of our original arrangements, the the, the truth or the validity in the claim that you would be no longer darkening my darkening my doorsteps. But if that's something you can promise that you will be out of my life and I will no longer be bound to you by any cosmic means or infernal means, yes, that would be that would be worth the the trouble to me. He, he nods and he says, well,
2: I don't take it personally, of course, but I understand this is a uh not a way of living that everyone wants. It seems attractive at the beginning and then and then once you barf up your first demon, you kind of it kind of hits home, <laughs> doesn't it? I feel as as though I can trust you by telling you that this is this is very important to me. And our paths crossing many years ago was It was not happenstance, but I had my eye on you for some time and I knew somehow that you were destined for impressive feats. And I have seen such mortals from time to time. And so I kept my eye on you for long enough. And I think that this is the the culminating feat that you are destined to perform. Now I must say that if your companions try to do something else with this stone, well, you can't let that happen. It is an obsidian shard of God's eye, the only one of its kind. When you have it in your possession, I will appear, you will hand it over to me, and our arrangement will be completed. Is there something I can do for you now as a show of goodwill?
1: Can you show me the last memory that I have of the last day I spent with my wife? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he
2: he kind of like puts his hands on your shoulders and like points back to the sheet of ice that you were looking at. And You can kind of see him like step backwards in the reflection, into the shadow, and like when he's in the shadow, his humanoid form kind of like, you can see he's like a different silhouette, one that might sort of hint at his true form, which you perhaps tremble to look at. And what you see is is you and your wife in, in the Feywild, and it's in kind of a, like, it's it's in a different type of landscape a little bit more arid not completely inhospitable but not as verdant as what you've seen so far and you know you go through a day where you're enjoying each other's company and you're sort of flashing from one thing to the next it's like this idyllic life where you have nowhere to go and nothing to do except to enjoy your time and you notice that like there's other aladrin that are around gray ones and they're not they they kind of hover around almost like they're like they're watching you from from a distance but not not necessarily in a threatening way and then you flash to a moment where uh, your your wife is still you can tell it like this is the moment that something has taken her and you can see yourself becoming enraged at the, the female Eladrin that promised that you'd be safe there and you know that that's the moment before you made your way to leave the Feywild perhaps even just days before making a pact
1: okay interesting and with that is my is my patron still hovering around or do we have now that he's completed that sort of task or that show of uh, uh would you call it a goodwill good show, faith f- yeah good faith uh, is, is he kind of gone now or does he have anything anything left to to say or do or request of me.
2: You can see, like, as the image fades, you can see his silhouette is still there. And he says, she always told you that she would protect the both of you, but she failed. And when I say something to you, when I make a promise to you, I mean it, and I will keep it. And then his voice changes to Infernal and he says, and I expect the same when you make a promise to me. And you can kind of feel like this churning in your throat, like something's trying to escape. He says, when you make a promise to me, you keep it. And then his silhouette, like, just kind of like fades into the wisp of smoke.
1: And is that just a reminder, or is something happening now in in my?
2: No, that was just a reminder. Okay,
1: God. Yeah, I was like, does a demon appear? <laughs> yeah. Do we have to fight a little demon all of a sudden? All right. Wow. Okay.
2: Unless you have any questions for me, we can sort of jump ahead to the next uh, to the next thing. Where you? Yeah. Well, three... I was
1: just thinking. Mm-hmm. Were were um, Chai and Thaddeus within, you know, earshot, or, or is that just between my patron and I? All of that would have been strictly
2: patron warlock confidentiality.
1: Cool. All right, well, then, no, I think I have, uh, I think I know more than than nothing I knew before, and um, yeah, I think that's all I need at this point. The three of you
2: individually make your way through the confusing labyrinth and nature of these caves to the exit. And you'll remember that the tower is basically like one level with a, with just countless doors that take you to various other places in the tower. Um, so there's some kind of spatial magic happening there. So you are all meeting back in, I don't know, the Rotunda? This wide open area um, with a, that has a frosty chill in the air um, with this huge open middle area maybe some ice sculptures a casting magic shaping and reshaping ice sculptures in in ways that boggles your mind um so yeah now that the three of you are back together what do you want to do
3: from looking at gutterbird does he look visibly like shaken or is does gutterbird is he trying to put a, like gb you trying to act normal what do you what do you what's
1: your vibe check right now i feel like I would have a hard time sort of containing the fact that I have something to tell you guys um, that kind of could potentially alter the alter but complement the direction of our of our quest
3: I think so, sorry, oh no, go ahead. I was just gonna say like if if you looked at all like. Like off from normal, I would just be like, "Tough memory."
1: That's, yeah, I would say the the absolute toughest. But then I would we say, can,
3: "Go ahead." I'll just say we can we can talk about it later if you want. I know it's we're fairly public right now, so
1: it's, yeah. Maybe I need some time to to kind of process and figure out what it all means, and what it means of to the team. I'll just be like, "Interesting."
3: The other token we had was for a carnival, right?
2: Yeah, the Forever Festival.
3: Is that... Would I know if that's actively going on?
2: Well, the name implies...
3: Yes. (laughs) I'm just like... I was more wondering (laughs) in the sense of... Well, no, okay. What I was more wondering is like, I gathered by the Forever Festival that it constantly ran, but is it like a 24-hour or is it... Every day, every evening, like these are valid questions. Don't look at me like I'm stupid.
0: No, no, no. It's the four ever festival. It's only open for four oh, hours. For four hours. Yeah. Four days a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone's still
2: <laughs> at work until like four oh one. That's like the curse of the Feywild is, is just this, uh, just this permeating FOMO of never being able to go to the festival.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
2: all the carnival workers are
0: just. The rides are always empty, but they're running them anyway. <laughs>
3: and, and the reflecting <laughs> pool that we also have tokens for.
2: Uh huh. That is. Um, Where's that? I'll tell you. Uh, the reflecting pool is in this is in the uh, orchard, in the summer tower.
3: Do we want to reflect on anything, or would we like to? I feel like the forever festival has to be like an evening thing. I don't know why. <laughs> What are you? What are you guys feeling? It's your first time in the Feywild. Well, I look over. at to Maybe not your first time. <laughs> first time that you remember in the Feywild.
0: Thaddeus just kind of shrugs and whatever we gotta do.
1: Do they have um, refreshments at the Forever Forever Festival? Would they have a Forever sweat and shawarma that that we could tempt <laughs> Thaddeus
3: with? Oh. <laughs> Forever sweaty, forever
1: shwarmery. It's the same. It's just the same meat stack. No, no, no. Forever,
3: <laughs> never-ending meat stack. No. That needs to go on the back of the shirt, anyway.
1: What it
0: is is it's the forever shwarma, and it's four shwarmas wrapped in a
2: shwarma. <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> I thought it would just Shwar- be like the, the shwarmado. <laughs> yeah.
2: I just thought it would be like the um the doner cylinder that like never depletes. Like you just keep shaving yeah. meat off of it, and like. It never loses any of its girth.
1: That's what I was exactly. Yeah, like that's what I assumed. The back that faces the when it faces the heat coils, it like replenishes and then comes back around the other side. You know, complete complete again.
2: Like the real challenge is stopping shaving it in time before you like suffocate yourself in the growing meat pile around you. It's maddening, and I think Chai would know that. Like, yeah, the Forever Festival is. You can find a lot of neat stuff there. But, the the challenge is leaving. Mm.
1: Yes. Oh no! Is that why it's the Forever Festival?
2: <laughs> Maybe.
3: Yeah. It's
0: the cult of the Lotus all over again.
3: Yeah, basically. Wait, what? Percy Jackson? Then Percy Jackson?
2: No, uh, I was gonna
0: say Greek mythology. <laughs>
2: well, but
3: like that's the more current reference.
2: Is that there's? Oh, like a- right, the Lotus Eaters. Yeah, the I know the poem yeah, by yeah, Alfred the Lotus Tennyson. Yeah. Yes. Isn't that uh, where Odysseus, God, we're nerds. like on, or is it Jason the Argonauts or Odysseus on his way home? He's like called to the, to this island. I
0: think
3: it's Odysseus. Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: I, I thought it was part of the Odyssey. It is. Yeah,
3: a, yeah, yeah. You're right. No, sorry. It is Odysseus. Um. Yeah. He gets trapped in the loop, basically. Uh. Okay. So I would say we probably, as much as we want to go there, might not be best to go there just yet. Um, would I know if there's a way to get out of it fairly easily or not? Like, not easily, but is there a way to get out of it with in a reasonable amount of time?
2: Well, let, let me, let me phrase it this way. Um, well, actually, you know what? I'll ask you, has Chai, has Chai frequented it before?
3: I think if it's a constant in this, I probably would have.
0: Mm-hmm. Girl, le- girl likes funnel cake.
3: Well, like, I feel like a festival field, like... Practically speaking, I feel like this is a place where uh me and a certain prince might have gone in a in a disguise. That's kind of my vibe. Not my vibe, but like I feel like that's a get lost in a crowd kind of kind of jazz. So maybe I would think that it was likely at least once.
2: Sure, sure. Um okay, so I'll just disc- I'll try to describe it to you this way. Is that like you know it can be very intoxicating and there's a certain like pull once you're out that eventually wears off you know it takes some willpower but like the more you expose yourself to it you know you're there you want to chase the next thrill and keep escalating to to a point where it's a danger to you so you know if you're just dipping your toe in it's probably not going to ruin your life can I ask, like what it what it, is it that you're that you're looking for?
3: I think Chai is just actively trying to procrastinate. Or not procrastinate, but like uh delay. delay from having to go see like anyone in the court. So she's like, there might be something
2: useful there.
3: <laughs> There's probably like I would I know if there was any kind of like magic y things we could buy there?
2: oh yeah yeah there's a there's a pretty pretty intense black market there
1: oh we should
3: go yeah that was kind of my now do we want to go I was gonna I'll say I was like now I think we should go there because we have a chance of getting magic shit that is things that we need but do we want to go to the court first I'm just worried we're gonna get like arrested or something if we go to the court first
2: what would you be arrested for?
3: I don't know. Being too awesome? Being heretics, coming and talking about God's eye, ruining the world, standing magic. I don't know.
2: I'll leave it up to you. Your, your, your hands are on the wheel.
3: I'll put it to the group. What do you want to do? Carnival or court first? We're going to go to the carnival. Or the festival, sorry. I want, but it's just first or second.
1: Oh, sorry. I thought you just, i thought you gave us an option and then just made the decision. No,
3: <laughs> <So do laughs> I mean, like at some to point we will go to the
1: court. We're going to the carnival.
3: <clears throat> we think... will be going at some point to the carnival, but would, do we want to do that first or second?
1: Is a better way of wording that. <sighs> which, I guess, for me, I'm trying to think of like which which one has more of a chance to go sideways but we are in the Feywild so it's literally it's a gamble no matter yeah. what we do
3: I think so my I think we have a chance of getting more powerful more powerful magic items from the court and because there's a decent black market at the festival I worry they're going to get like somehow like pickpocketed or like tricked off of us oh. so that is my fear
1: okay interesting
3: I'd rather not go with, like, high priced court contraband to the black market thing. That isn't to say, we, like, we can go to the court, but I'd, I wouldn't take anything we get from there. Like, I'd go back for that later, is kind of what I'm saying.
1: Like, did they have lockers at the festival? Like, when you go to the water park at...
3: Like, they the, do, the, but they're actually, just, like, they're, they're actually just, like, they're actually just, like, steal-me boxes.
1: I don't even know what that is. So I defer to your expertise.
3: Uh let's go to the court. <sighs> go see saffron and basil.
2: Okay, making your way to the summer tower. The way into the summer tower is a a sunny well-lit path with your with your left and right flanked by tall magnificent uh, willow trees with their branches just gently breezing on their own. You don't even feel a a wind, but they're they're still moving. You see various sorts of exotic-looking birds, very colorful ones, that hop to and fro from branch to branch, observing you as you enter. And the main gallery area has one immense central redwood tree with a myriad of carvings in it, eladrin text, poems, faces of old heroes, all the way up to the point where you lose sight of the the point where you can distinguish any features. Uh, But similar to the Winter Tower, there is a a ring of doors around the perimeter. Uh, There is uh, one door specifically that uh, is protected, and Chai would know this as the you know, the way to see the Queen of the Summer Court. And by protected, sorry, I mean flanked by guards.
3: From based on the knowledge of that my clairvoyance of like I have to see Basil, I have to see the Queen, I would head that direction. And I would I would just turn to the guys first and I was like Please just don't touch anything <laughs> and don't don't speak unless spoken to just even then probably don't (laughs) even then probably just nod or don't even just just defer to me let's just go with that okay Uh, okay let's do this all right so just just be chill cool yeah got it all right i walk towards the door
2: okay the guards behave as you expect them to they are replete in this gold armor with these spears covered in vines Um, and from the vines uh, sprout these very pretty-looking flowers. But you can tell the spears are quite sharp. They bar your path and demand to know who you are.
3: I'm Lady Chai of House Spice. I demand an audience. I shouldn't say demand. I request an audience with the queen and my advisor.
2: Upon hearing your name, they part their spears, and they allow you to pass, and the lead guard says that the queen's been expecting you.
3: I give the guys a look, and I'm like, "Great, great!"
2: <laughs> Can you imagine through clenched teeth. Great, great.
3: Yeah, yeah, perfect. Just, just what I wanted to hear.
2: Thaddeus looks at
0: Gutterbird with this uh, look of, kind of like the, uh, the, oh great, royal drama. <laughs> <laughs> and... With, but it's like the whatever somebody says is like, if you if you say you're good one more time, maybe I'll believe you. Yeah, I won't believe you. <laughs> it's that kind of just
2: concept. All right, so you pass through this protected archway, opening this door, heavy oak door, much heavier than any other oak door you've touched before. Weirdly. And it's like you're walking into the bosom of of a tree for a moment until you walk out into this sunlight-drenched hall where sprouting trees erupt from dozens of places from the marble floor. But gracefully, so that you can't even really see any sort of damage to the marble, it's really quite a neat effect. Somewhere there is music playing. All around, there is this ivy with sprouting flowers. But they are wilted. This is another sign of some kind of odd decay that you're noticing. And you can hear this eerie voice that seems to come from everywhere all at once. Summon you, please come back to the aviary.
3: I'll take a deep breath and walk back.
2: You walk through this this forest that's sprouting up from this marble floor. There's fruit hanging from the tree, like different fruit all on one tree. You can hear some kind of water running, birds singing, and the singing becomes louder as you progress through this hall. Queen Saffron, queen of the Summer Court, as you know, is probably would have also imparted this to Thaddeus and Gutterbird. uh, The most powerful individual in the courts. She rules through a series of intricate bargains, favors, and debts. And as you approach her, you see that she is standing in this impressive aviary. More trees, just the hint of an enclosure filled with dozens and dozens of exotic birds. Queen Saffron is golden-haired, her skin is light blue, and she has white eyes. She's wearing golden robes that never seem to stop moving. And as you squint, you can see that they are, in fact, made of feathers, that the robe is, in fact, made of feathers. She doesn't look at you directly as you approach. She has a small bird on her hand. But when you're close enough, she says, that's close enough. Speak.
3: Hello, your majesty. I have news of the mission you've sent me on and I feel like we must discuss some matters.
2: Yes, many things to discuss. It is the time of omens after all.
3: Fear they are not great from what I have seen.
2: She looks at you for the first time and says Not great for whom?
3: I'll smirk and I'll be like I guess that is one of the matters we must discuss
2: She whispers something to this bird and it flies off and lands on a perch and then she mutters an incantation to herself and you can see that her eyes glow like a little bit bright as she's doing it and she asks what you want from the Aladrin when it's the human realm that is in such chaos.
3: I fear for long that it will not just be the human realm. I'm sure you have noticed the decay. And I must ask about the Darklands, for a creature might live there that is on a mission to unify all worlds. And not in a good way.
2: We don't like talking about the Twilight Scape. We know that there is something unusual happening in the human realm. But this is a human problem. If you want, your mission can be done, and you can stay home, and your friends can go back to their home. And whatever she waves her hand, fate awaits them.
3: What of the decay here?
2: seasons change we adapt I feel it may be some encroaching negative influence from the twilight scape. would you and your god's eye help to push it back
3: I believe that is our goal
2: and you have god's eye on your person
3: mm-hmm. I guess you could say that <laughs> I must ask you
2: about your sister we don't like talking about her either But ask, you may ask.
3: What has come of her?
2: She kind of walks towards you and seems to... Seems to be, like, getting taller as she's walking towards you.
3: I'm... I'm going to, like, as much as I can without trying to, like, literally puff out my chest. I'm just going to stand as tall and rigid as I humanly...
2: Elvenly can. She says... Serial... Is lost. She has been lost these many years. She was not a friend of the courts. She wanted things that were bad. And we're sad that she's lost, but it's for the best. For all of us.
3: I don't believe she is lost, and I believe she is trying to still get her way. There are currently Grey Eladrin fighting amongst the human plane. Fighting for a power within the Twilight Scape to merge all planes, to destroy all that we know.
2: And she asks, You think this is Serial's doing? I believe so. You think she is in the Twilight Scape?
3: I mean, like, I think so? <laughs> That's Sarah speaking. From what, from the information I have gathered, that is a that is a strong possibility. Slash, yep.
2: Interesting. Well, and she like turns away, and suddenly she's like regular size again. And she says, "Well, well, then the solution seems simple. We use your God's Eye. We perform a ritual to re-strengthen the boundaries of the Twilight Scape." And if Serial is there, she will be imprisoned. Many have said that the Twilight Scape is its own prison. Time passes more slowly there. We've always said to stay away. It's a dangerous place filled with dangerous magic. If you're right and Serial is there, and we cut it off from the rest of the Feywild, all will be well.
3: What if it is breached into the other planes, and we can't contain it within the Feywild? There is currently a war raging, as you've mentioned, on the Plane of Man. I do not feel it is isolated.
2: Hmm. Yes, we've observed. We've observed the oddities that, that are happening. The court has observed. The people our fellow Eladrin of the Lower Courts. Such things shouldn't bother their minds. But we have observed. And this is not a phenomenon that we are experiencing. Rest assured, we are quite safe from whatever is happening in the human lands.
3: What if I don't believe that?
2: So her robe suddenly, like, becomes... Like, the shape of it changes from, like, a flowing gown to almost like a shell. Like, it becomes stiff. And she asks, do you think that we lie to you, Chai?
3: I do not believe it a lie. The creature that I believe Serial is in alliance with is from a dark plane that vows to transform the Feywild, regardless of the Feywild's doings. And that war is what is wa- raging on the plains of man. I believe we have to take the war to them. As much as protecting the Feywild within the Feywild might delay things, that is not where the source of my worry is.
2: Um. So you can kind of tell that she's not really sold on the idea that the Feywild is in danger from outside.
3: Is there a creature just kicking around like an animal?
2: I mean, there's plenty of birds.
3: Oh, if I do something to a bird, will she be really pissed off at me? Um, I would like to cast Polymorph. On one of the birds and turn it into the beholder that I saw in my vision.
2: Whoa. Can you do that?
3: I can turn something into something I've seen. I saw it I saw the creature with eyes, right?
0: I thought polymorph was beast.
3: Oh, does that not count? Would it I don't know what a polym what a beholder
2: qualifies as. Oh, it's an aberration. <laughs>
3: Can I do, like, what else do I wanted to, like, image something into something.
0: Illusions, Michael.
3: <laughs> I'll just, I guess I'll just fucking describe the creature. I was going for the fucking dramatic reveal, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you
0: polymorphed a bird into a beholder, it would act like a beholder. <laughs> no,
3: but I can drop the spell. Yeah. Instant, like, I can drop it whenever it's concentration spell. I was ju- I, done- I didn't need it to act like it. I literally just wanted to create like a, like a fucking hologram. I just wanted
2: to create something that looked like it. Wait, hang on. How, how do you know what it looks like?
3: I saw it, didn't I? You said I had a vision of the creature with the eyes. I uh, looked into it and I saw the eyes. I think
2: you saw eyes. Did I not see the creature with that? I can't recall. In any case, you saw a death kiss, which is pretty close. Okay. Um,
0: Does Gutterbird have uh, any, like... Minor image spell.
3: Yeah, you also saw it with me, didn't you?
0: He would be our
1: illusion spell. I spells. do have, I have minor illusion, yes.
3: Did we ever get the name of this thing?
2: It's I name? It's, beholder, but it's I proper name? Any or, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Bryce told you uh, that its followers called it a, a beholder, Its individual name was something difficult to pronounce, but sounded like Thrun.
3: Yes, I have it somewhere. Okay, so I'm going to describe, I will tell her, I was like, what do you know of beholders and their powers?
2: A beholder? We don't know about things that don't concern us.
3: Then might I ask for an extension on my mission with some reinforcement?
2: Hmm, what do you ask?
3: I believe the court is in possession of some, I guess, confiscated uh, magical items that I believe could assist us. I'm not asking for troops. I'm not asking for anything that you do not want to provide. Items that you just have laying around that could help us.
2: All of the birds stop singing. And she says... You want to open the vault? Do you not remember, girl, the saying, when the time of omens is upon us? When the blood-red moon adorns the sky, the time of omens doth draw nigh. To the four signs look for guidance on war, peace, betrayal, and alliance. Someone could look at this as you trying to rearm the human lands in preparation, in defense perhaps, for whatever the courts decide on who to war with.
3: If you wish, we can... Well, I should say this. Do, does Chai know how long the like discussions in the time of
2: omens last? Uh, yeah, not that long. It's like a week-long thing, maybe. It depends how indecisive I... people are.
3: Then might... We hold this discussion till after the time of omens, so I do not present any sway.
2: She looks a little confused, but is not you asking also an omen in itself? Am I simply to ignore the signs that Corallon and the other gods have placed before me? What hubris? That
3: is an omen of your own viewing. I... I am simply continuing on the mission that you have given me. I do not ask to empty the vault, merely to take a few things that might assist us.
2: The birds, like, start singing, like, like chirping one at a time after she looks at you for what feels like an uncomfortable long pause. And her robe begins, like, flowing a little bit more loosely again. And she says... I will discuss it with the wisdom of, or sorry, we will discuss it with the wisdom of our council. And she sort of walks up back into the, uh, into the space of the aviary. And she claps her hands and from out from behind various trees come three other female aladrin. And uh, can everybody roll a perception check?
3: Oh, not 20. I thought it was gonna be a two. I was like, shit, oh, it rolled. Uh, So it's a 26 total, but it's a nat
2: 20.
1: I got a 19.
2: Perception 14. Okay, Uh, Chai's the only one to notice. When these counselors appear, there's a slight wilting that happens as they pass the vines.
3: Ooh. Do I, do I recognize these people?
2: I mean, you're, you know that she has advisors. I think she would have had these for, for some time, yeah. But it's been a while since you've actually seen them.
3: Can I do like an insight check to see if she is in her own mind? Or she's being controlled, or influenced—I should say. Okay, sure. Another natural twenty mm, plus six. Damn! Oh, this dice.
2: <sighs> Which dice is getting the shout out this episode?
3: This is dispel dice. Oh, this shit. is the original set. Still I have another it. set coming Sponsored from. Sponsored the- us.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is not out of line with her usual behavior. Okay. Including the referring to herself in the plural. As the as the uh, Eladrin come out, she says, I'm sure you remember Rosemary, Angelica and Angelica's mom, Carta.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't make the rules. I'm just playing by them. Uh Yeah, I
3: did do this. But...
0: <laughs> I'm reading a book that has a fae character and it named Coriander. Oh, very nice.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: If I could be uh, any spice, I would be poultry seasoning. <laughs> I was going to... I That's a... the vegan.
1: It's as close as I can safely like a... get. <laughs> I figured
3: you'd go dry Cajun, but that's just me. Yeah, Cajun's um, good too, yeah. Give uh, celery
1: seasoning. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs>
3: Uh, okay. So do do I have memories of these people? Do I like know them to be good mm. or bad or? Uh,
2: I mean they're kind of like entrenched bureaucrats. Okay.
3: I I'll like nod and I'll be like, Hello. Might I inquire as to where uh Basil's currently at I don't know. <laughs> where my bitch at?
2: Hmm. Basil. We haven't seen him for some time. Last I saw, he was conferring with the prince about something. Does she give me like a weird look when she says that? Mm, no. Okay. You can roll an insight check if you want.
3: I will. I shit you not another natural wow. 20. <laughs> I'll switch dice. I like I, it's a she's, dice I normally use, but I will she's switch not dice. No, cheating. My, I have witnesses. <laughs> I will switch dice just for prosperity, prosperity,
2: Jesus, prosperity, but what?
3: <laughs> posterity, thats the one.
2: No, you want to keep the uh, dice for prosperity.
3: Yes, exactly. Okay, so does she? Does
2: uh, you, dig... I mean, she. Okay, so she's adopted this posture as of like, you know. You're kind of you're kind of fencing verbally right now so she's kind of yes. behaving in a way like she doesn't want to give you an opening for something. Uh yeah. but she's not lying.
3: Okay. So she hasn't seen him in a while but I was I my vision was that I'd find him with her.
2: It was said that he would be with the queen.
3: The prince. Oh. That is important wording. And that dawns on Chai and she has a horrified face.
0: Can uh do you do you do anything to kind of give us a heads up about any of this?
2: Yeah, so I'll say, I'll room. say that um Okay c- the Queen kind of does like this side huddle in, in the aviary with her advisors and they're talking and like the birds begin to sing loudly, so it obscures anything that they're saying. So if you if you three want to have your own huddle, now is the time.
3: I I want to cast.
0: Can I ping out a divine sense? Sure.
3: I I will like I will turn. And I'll be like like a little like nod. Like something's something's weird. Something's yeah. bad.
0: Just want to be like make sure that i am seeing uh oh no that doesn't
3: does it have fey i thought it had fey i think it does doesn't it which you're probably going bananas if you've got locate fey
2: where's the pill? yeah it's like you do your divine sense for fey and it's all like
1: Fey <laughs> it for fey <laughs>
0: oh no Celestial fiend or undead. Okay. okay. Never mind. I don't need it. Well,
3: Actually, I mean. Actually, no. I would still do I, it. <laughs> I
0: do want it because it also does hallowed or consecrated, consecrated ground, yeah. Or desecrated ground. Yeah. I want to know if this place is still. Still the Feywild. Still, well, still jiving as, like, the court room, right? Like, yeah. I, want to, I still want to know that this hasn't been desecrated by some evil presence
2: okay sorry Sarah you were doing something
3: i I don't want to like uh... I'm looking to see if I can do something so i would I would do Matt's thing first okay it won't my, my thing won't matter based on his results i if I can do the thing I'd still do the thing okay what's it
2: like when Thaddeus gets a ping on a fiend
0: oh when Thaddeus gets a ping on a fiend, um, it's probably... <laughs> you know when health bars appear above things in video games? <laughs> this one's just red. It's, it's just like a little... It's like ab-
3: a Sim emoji. It's like the little Sim yeah, the beacon, little, but it's like little, angry and red.
0: Yeah, it's like the little diamond over Sims, like the Sim you're controlling. But it's like... A little devil horn, or like a little (laughs) halo, or like a little skull if it's undead. Mm. (laughs) It's just kind of an aura projected from them, and actually, if I do get a fiend...
3: You get to learn something, don't you?
0: I'm investigating. Divine sense. You know the type, celestial, fiend, or undead, of any being whose presence you sense, but not its
3: identity. Okay. So you don't get the type. Yeah.
0: Or like you don't get to like it's like a I don't I don't know their name, so I can't use it as a means yes. of like a
2: word of power.
3: Yes.
0: Okay. So I just know that something in in there is
2: saying. So somewhat. so you would know you would recognize a fiend but not the specific type.
3: Name of the fiend. You, no, he'd know the type but he wouldn't know the name of the, oh, the identity. So I if yeah, it's like I know he it, couldn't it's couldn't name a, the creature to summon it or something like that.
2: Okay, but does, does it allow you to know, let's say, for example, if Gutterbird was vomiting in the other room, could you identify the type of devil that he vomits up? That's actually... Uh, you. you know what? We're coming up on time, so I'm going to say Thaddeus pitches his divine sense, and this, whatever it is, this shimmering wave of heat or the stench of sulfur... Comes off of Rosemary, one of the three advisors, as being a fiend in disguise. And we will take oh. it offline to see if he can if, if he's allowed to know what kind of fiend it is
1: next time.
3: Fuck Oh, that's so good. That's so good.